0: Now from an undisclosed location, you are now tuned in to the Xander Effect with host Xander Dames.
1: What's up everyone, welcome to the Xander Effect, I am your host Xander Dames, I have a new co-host here with From Growing Peens. Uh, the wonderful actors. Jeremy Miller is right here with me. We're going to talk a little bit about a few things going on in the entertainment industry, including Sharon Stone saying don't vote for a killer as her family is being ravaged by COVID-19. In sports, we're going to talk a little bit about DC Cormier saying goodbye to the sport and his loss at UFC 252 against uh, Stephen Miocic. And in video game news, we've got WB Games is the uh, WB Games Montreal is teasing a potential Batman game announcement for tomorrow we'll talk a little bit about that but first here is brand new music from Dirty Machines Bad Mamacita right here on the Xander Effect
0: So it's in the morning, it's when I wake up. So it's in the morning, it's when I wake up. It's when I think about. Okay Yeah, I said it, yeah, I said it, yeah, I said it, fuck everyone but you, girl You're a bad bitch, got me stuck in Wonderland Will you fuck me like nobody else can I your guys to do, bro. Hey, guys, this is Ian Garrett.
2: Hey, this is Annalise Hoveda. Hey,
0: yo, this is Nightmare from Dirty Machine.
2: Hi, this is Cambry Lovesy. Hey, this is Stuffly.
0: And you're listening.
2: And you're listening. And you're listening.
0: And you're listening. And
2: you're listening to the Xander Effects. I told y'all
3: these bitches ain't fucking with me like that. I'll, I'll the producer. I'm with when I'm driving, ay, Pulling up in that Mazzy, ay. Tattoos on my body, ayy Through a dinner, it's private, eh? I'm to show you a probably, ayy Got the bitch on the molly, ayy I'm a church and they copy, ayy Talking shit and they hide it, ayy I'm busy getting a check Got them upset in they best I'm in their neck I just got brand new address I just might land on the deck Tell me what's next I got the Louis on me I got them juice on my teeth So the they be Just go and Google the drip Bitch, I am who you gon' see, ay. Say you got a bitch, but you keep fucking me
0: Shining the 305, hop out the TJ. Bank accounts along in the life of the referee. Shit's too easy, ain't nobody fucking with me. Shit's so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me. Shit's so easy, ain't with me. Shit's so easy, ain't nobody fucking 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 with me. I need to spend a Spencer
3: thing, yeah, that's what I like. Thanks. Take a bit spot. They don't drink it all, yeah, turn up tonight okay. Wanna hang with the gang, need a MMI Run, it up. Run, it, up. Run it, up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, broke bitch, shut it up you. Broke boy, I don't give a fuck Don't no. pussy good, but I don't give it up yeah. I just be doing my thing, yeah No NBA, I got rings, yeah Robbins is all in my jeans, yeah Say you got a bitch, but you keep fucking with me Touchdown in the 305, pop out the PJ Bank accounts so long, you look like Oprah Winfrey. for
0: Shit too easy, ain't nobody, fucking with, yeah. so easy, ain't nobody fucking, with fucking with me Shit so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me what? Shit so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me Shit so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me
2: It's so easy, baby. Why she call up it's easy, baby? I sweat might freeze me, baby. Late pipe, she say, don't leave me, baby. pigs been teasing lately. Standing that pussy, yeah, he the greatest. Late night creep be the crazy. Don't spit out that nut, say, eat it, baby. Who fucking with us say, nobody. Baby, stop playing that remedy, that body. I'm really trying to get inside it. Put the soap where, say, ooh, excited. Trying to get with you one night. Throw her back, baby, say, ooh, she fighting. Stray my back, say, ooh, she biting. Pulling me in, ooh, she like it. Ring, 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 call AB. All that tough though, my nigga can't play me. Two cool little niggas say spicy Ballin' on that nigga, call me yellow KD Boy, you can call a nigga yellow AD Nod up on the grill till that bitch say cheese Been for the dick, man, mama say please Be the pussy real, real lazy
3: Say you got a bitch, but you keep fuckin' with me Touchdown in the 305, pop out the PJ Bank accounts so long, you look like Oprah
0: and Shit too easy, ain't nobody fucking with me yeah. Shit so easy, ain't nobody fuckin' with me Shit so easy, ain't nobody fucking with, so with, with me Shit so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me Shit
3: so easy, ain't nobody fucking with me It's AB, baby And my boy Yellow BZ Yeah
1: AB's Nobody right here on the Xander Effect. Got a couple of, man, I'm excited because I haven't uh, had the Xander Effect for a while. I went a little bit of a hiatus for a time and I ended up driving around. I mean, I was keeping safe, of course, and I ended up finding that Jeremy's always around. Uh, (laughs) You You can't get rid of me, baby. I really can't, you know. So good to have you here. That
4: sign was really effective. No, you're a leg man, so. I'm,
1: I'm a leg man all the way. See, folks, this is the reason why don't don't drink and drive. Okay, D- just don't do that. <laughs> I didn't um, say what I was drinking. <laughs> uh, okay. Moving on to entertainment news. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, moving on to entertainment news. Sharon Stone says don't vote for a killer. Family is being ravaged right now by COVID-19 as two of her family members have died from COVID-19. Uh, her sister is actually now uh, in the hospital fighting for her life because she's uh, got a uh, weak immune system uh, she has lupus. Uh, she's, she's got her mother that also is asymptomatic right now for COVID, and she can't mm-hmm. even get a test, uh, which is – it's creating a huge stress on her. She she actually went on a video uh, uh, on social media and basically – is uh, saying to, you know, pleading for people to vote for Biden-Harris. And she's, again, blaming Trump because the person that ended up infecting her family was not wearing a mask, according to what she's saying. She's angry at Montana's governor and state health officials uh, who have also been unresponsive. So, I mean, this and this is something that's going on with a lot of people uh, in the nation, not just her, but there's so many people that are going on that that have this issue going on right now with COVID-19 that a lot of people are not wearing masks and this is a stress that's not only happening with her but with so many
4: with so many people and the truth is anybody who has a family member who is immunologically compromised you're already worried about this i have two sorry three people in my house uh you know my mother and stepfather as well as my fiance, who are all immunologically compromised so guess what? We have to be very fastidious and very careful. And thankfully in California, people have been a little better about wearing their masks. Not great, not much, (laughs) but better. And you know, it is what it is, but we are extra fastidious about it because of who I have here in the house. We have to be careful. My stepfather has full COPD and less than 40% lung function. If this hits him, he's gone. There's no, I mean, it's it's over. He will not make it, and I can I can understand her, you know, her fervor and her anger. I mean, when it's affecting your family, absolutely.
1: No, it's 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 a tough one for her. I mean, I you know, especially since she's already had she suffered loss, and once you suffer loss, that's that's even that's even, an even bigger anger, especially when it's something that could have been prevented. Well, at this point,
4: and you would be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't, at how many people. Try and disregard anything that I say with the term, oh, you're from Hollywood. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, well, I'm, they, well, I'm not kidding. The fact that she lives in Montana, I guarantee doesn't matter. 90% of the country, especially anybody living below the Mason-Dixon line, I'm sorry to be that way, I guarantee you they blew her off. They don't care. The majority of them don't. They literally wrote her off because, well, she's from Hollywood. What does she know? I, I, I'm telling you, that is so common that it's it's not – I mean, I, I wish it would bring more attention to it, the struggle that her family is going going through. But I guarantee you, just from what I've dealt with, there are so many people in my own family that have written me off when I mention something like that because, oh, you're from Hollywood. You don't know what you're talking about. A well, yeah, lady well, told well, me the other day that she, you know, she, what, I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm from Hollywood. She lives in Cleveland, Ohio. She lives in the real world.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they believe that just because you're an actor, just because you've been on a television show and people know who you are, that automatically you're not a Human being, you're superhuman or something. It's 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 dumb for them to even think something like that. Really, I mean, Sharon Stone. Leonard just called me superhuman. superhuman. That's maybe the first
4: compliment he's ever paid me. I may have to record. I may have to like play this back over and over.
1: Okay, keep it. Take it. Write it down. Take a picture. I don't get it. I I don't give a. Okay, (laughs) it's not gonna happen again. All right, (laughs) but I mean, seriously, like it's it's crazy because I mean, you know, Sharon Stone. Granted, she hasn't been in anything in a in a while for you know. For whatever reason, but she's still, you know, a well-known name, especially the guys. Absolutely, especially the guys, especially the guys. Um, so, <laughs> um, so um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know, just because she has been in, you know, in the big screen, small screen, whatever you have, whatever have you, she's still a human being. She still, you know, puts on her clothes the way she does. She still, she still has two arms, two legs. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those things where you can't really say okay well you're 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 a star you're a celebrity you know this is just all politicizing and blah, blah blah no we have people that are dying we have people that are infected. tom hanks who was one of the first celebrities that was yep. infected by by yeah, the absolutely tom and rita man both i yeah, mean they, they're both huge celebrities and they were infected by this i mean and come that's
4: on. Uh, when you're and you're talking about two of the most beloved people in hollywood two people who have never pissed anybody off as far as anybody knows two people who anybody would go to the ends of the earth for and all these people all they're doing is begging people please just take precautions. Be smart. It's, you know me. I, I've been I did a lot of work in Asia for a while going to China. The environmental and, you know, pollution things out there because of industry are very high and people wear masks on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing it for 20 years. They started the bad, actually. <laughs> you know, OK, I mean, that's it's been going on forever. They wear them every day. There's awesome. never been a problem. There's no health issues that have arise from. It Beyond, you know, let's look at doctors and nurses and everybody else who wears them 12, 16 hours a day. You know, it's, it's just, even if it's only 40% effective, even if it's only 30% effective, it's something to help and to actually... You know if it helps in any way, shape, or form, I'm gonna do it. you know I'm gonna try and help other people. I'm going to try and protect myself and people around me. It's that simple i I don't get it
1: and she's using her status as well to go ahead and and actually you know uh, showcase awareness, which is which is something that a lot of celebrities um, they 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 have been doing lately during this crisis is is trying to show you know awareness and you know uh, and and give people a conscience and say hey we're people too. We're all in this together. You know, something that I always preach at the end of each episode is that we're all in this together. You know, this is one world, so we all have to watch out for each other and take care of each other. In other entertainment news, The Crown casts Elizabeth Debicki as Princess Diana in season five and six. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki, she will be seen in Christopher Nolan's Tenet, and uh, she's been casted now for seasons five and six of The Crown. She says, quote, Princess Diana's spirit Her words and her actions live in the hearts of so many. It is my true privilege and honor to be joining this masterful series, which has had me absolutely hooked from episode one. Uh, She tweeted that on Sunday afternoon. It's going to go ahead and showcase on Netflix as it's been doing so far. And so far, I mean, I mean, they're going for season uh, five and six. So the show's actually doing pretty well. And let me tell you, Elizabeth looks... very, very similar to Princess Diana.
4: I have to say, I think this is an excellent choice. You guys know, I mean, we've all seen she's a, a very, very strong uh, performer and I'm really looking forward to seeing what she can do with it because it is an iconic character. It is my my mother's, you know, icon and role model throughout the 80s and early 90s. I,
1: I, I honestly think that Princess Diana, she was just An icon for so many uh, women, young and old, and you know, I mean, my mom. She also uh, loved her. She loved her so much. She she cried when uh, when she passed away. When 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 Princess Diana passed away, uh, as the whole world cried. Actually, it was it was um, it was it's just the manner in which she passed away. I mean, an accident. It's a freak. occurrence that happened and it, it was it was something that hit the heart and homes of so many people around the world because Princess Diana she did so much for so many she was a huge like a major humanitarian oh and,
4: and absolutely so but I I us Americans, and I think one of the things that most of the moms of our generation really connected with was the fact that this woman walked away from royalty. Mm -hmm. She walked away from all of it to protect her children and to try and live a normal life, and I think that's something that every American mom was able to, you know, kind of
1: connect with and go, damn right! You know? That and the whole thing with uh, uh, Prince... uh, uh, you know, Prince. Uh, uh, I can't. Even, <laughs> Prince Harry. Um, that that was him. Like the whole cheating scandal. I mean, that was something else that must have like hit hard as well. I'm assuming. I'm sure it did
4: for a lot of people. I mean, when you're talking about kids that went through that and you have prince charles and camilla prince charles that happened and but you know we do unfortunately and now i mean we don't know for sure but there's prince harry and prince william there's all these possible cheating things and scandal whatever and it's always such crazy stuff with royal you know with the royals but i kind of passed that you know she she Kind of elevated above all of that nonsense, and I think people really loved her for that. This could really get. This is a great addition.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So definitely going to go ahead and watch out for that one in the new season. I'm curious to see exactly how uh, how she's going to go ahead and portray Princess Di. Um, you know, I, like I said, looks like her. Let's see if she is like her. So we're, we're, it's yet to find. It's yet for us to find out. In other entertainment news, Kim Kardashian joins Kanye for Sunday service and I wonder if this is actually a good sign because obviously we all know uh, they've been going through a really really rocky uh, marriage these past uh, this past month or so starting with Kanye going off on her on Twitter having kind of a mental breakdown it's it, the reason why it's news now is because they they weren't expecting them to go anywhere together apparently they went to a uh, they they actually uh spent um you know a vacation they went on vacation uh with the family to try to go ahead and reconcile and mend things and uh it looks like the what they call the make or break vacation uh seems to have worked because they went back to wyoming and they attended a sunday service uh and apparently uh you know, people were concerned because of the COVID nineteen and everything. They held it outside, outdoors, which looks like, to be honest,ly I'm looking at the picture right now. It looks like a like a like a field, like a mountainous field, something out of The Sound of Music, practically. And they're all wearing red, like they're all wearing like orange red. The hills are alive. That's exactly what it looked like. Actually, <laughs> we
4: know you like musicals.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy there, Tiger. Okay. What did I say, I dude,
4: I love. T- Musicals. Did I say it was a bad thing? So don't wait. get don't get so defensive. I hope they work it out. But you know, it it is what it is. The guy's you know, he definitely has some issues and she's trying to deal. Son? So God, I'm being nice.
1: <laughs> Jeremy, this is the Xander effect. You no need to be nice, trust me. <laughs> All right. The guy's a nut job, okay? Ew. I mean
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I wanna be nice. You know I mean the man's a nut job. It's It's crazy. It is. I'm sorry. It's, it's, he's, he's really got some issues. I hope he gets help. I really do. And I hope it doesn't destroy their family. I, you know, I, God bless him. I don't want to see anybody's marriage fail, but, you know, it's, it's, it's not an easy situation. I mean, marriage sucks for most people. Making it work (laughs) does not go as well as you think most of the time. Well, throw, throw 300 million on top of that. And then try and figure it out. You know, it takes a lot of work and a lot of compromise. And no, I mean you know, Joni. I mean, she'd be out the door in two seconds if I oh, did yeah. that shit. I mean, it would, oh, there yeah. wouldn't be. And not only would she be out the door, I'd probably get my ass kicked.
1: I was just gonna say that. I was before like, before she, she left. Before she left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before she left, she would freaking do a UFC style like get like get on top of you, just start ground and pound on you know, you. But
4: again. When you're talking about mental illness and if she recognizes that he's dealing with something like that, then, you know, maybe she's trying to be there for him. I mean, who knows? But, you know, it's there's a point where you have to realize he's dealing with something. This is not him being just an asshole or just a little, you know, weird. I mean, he's got some issues and it sounds like she's trying to be there for him and work through that and you know hell that's what a marriage should be
1: <laughs> I mean at the end of the day you know you people may criticize Kim for a lot of a lot of things
4: but and it would be very justified
1: exactly, very true but in this particular case I mean I gotta give her props because she is standing by like she's literally standing by her man uh, mm-hmm. even in sickness and in health she made those vows she's sticking to those vows, seems so, to be that's something that uh, that's something that that needs to be commended by her. I mean, she's thinking of her kids, she's thinking of her of her family. So, no doubt that also is coming into play as well. I mean, props to her for that. I mean, I hope that whatever uh, they went through, uh, you know, apparently from what a lot of people are saying, because Kanye's bipolar, he hasn't been on his meds in a while. He even admitted to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely might have created that. Particular episode. Uh, so I mean, hopefully he got help. Hopefully, hopefully Kim was able to convince him, hey, do this for your kids, you know, do this for your family. So we'll see what happens in time. I mean, we'll see if uh time does heal all wounds, and we'll see, we'll see what happens next. We'll just keep an eye on that. Coming up next in uh sports, DC Cormier says goodbye to the world of fighting in the UFC and MMA. We'll talk a little bit about that, but first. Brand new music coming in from Daniel Waite. Here is "Life Is Real" right here on the Xander Effect. Yeah.
2: Bye-bye.
1: The Hong Kong Bridge, big weight am a truck, only meals, T-Rex, I'm talking dinosaur deals, 100 meal, all I know is do it big, my mama told me this is life that I'd live, I always knew I was made for this shit.
0: They say I'm dated, but I wish a nigga will shot. They ain't fucking with me. I done suffer defeat. But I bounce back like Trov. I didn't got my racks up. Now they so choosy. Now they wanna do me. I didn't been through hell in my passion and prove it. Can't take no days off, my nigga. I can't lose this. This life I live in.
3: John Cannon. What's going on? It's Amanda Holly. Hey,
4: Jeremy Miller from Growing Pains here.
3: This is Maxim Waddle Riley Sawyer. And you're listening, and you're listening, and you're listening to the Xander Effect.
2: It's been broken so many times before Cause the last time you were asked to trust All you got was pain Deceit and all that bad stuff I need you to trust me So that one day We two can say We found the love that we always thought another. I don't know.
1: That was Ian Guerin's free time right here on the Xander Effect. In sports, DC Cormier not only lost to Stephen Miocic for the title, for the heavyweight title, for UFC heavyweight title, but he also pretty much says that that's it. He's hanging up his gloves, uh, you know, in fighting. And to be honest, I, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think DC might have a couple of fights left in him. I mean, he's he's only 41. I mean, maybe, maybe he took this loss a lot harder. I mean, besides the fact of the matter that his eye practically is popping out when he's when he's being interviewed, but I don't know. I think I think he might have a couple more fights in him. I mean, it's it's strange to see DC say goodbye. I, th-
4: I think any fighter you can never believe they're really retired. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, we have Mike Tyson and Roy Jones coming back. To yeah, fight. that's so a good one. You, you don't stop fighters from fighting, but. I liked what DC said and he said I'm only interested in fighting for titles and I don't see another title shot coming up
1: yeah I mean it's tough and I get that I mean they went the distance they went the distance all five rounds I mean Stipe won by unanimous decision I don't know I mean Having a loss like that and then retiring from a loss like that is kind of it's kind of a double edged sword because when you when you retire after a loss via decision, you're kind of like, man, I wanted to actually finish this. But then again, if you retire after getting knocked out or submitted, that's also something you're gonna have to live with, you know, for the rest of your retirement. Like, oh.
4: absolutely. And DC has always been a smart fighter. He's a guy who used his brain, you know. So, I mean, not that he didn't have great physical skills as well, but I see him as somebody who, like I said, you never know. You can never rely on a fighter being done fighting. They're always going to have that drive and you never know if they're going to come back. But being able to look at what he has done, the heights he achieved, and I honestly believe he knows he lost, you know, a lot of guys lose a decision and in their mind they're wondering, you know, did I really lose that? Did I, I mean, look at his eye, look at his, you take a beating like that, you know, you got your butt handed to you, whether it was a decision or not.
1: True, true. I mean, I mean you really couldn't tell though. I mean, according to a post-fight interview uh, with uh, with Dana White, Dana White actually said that before he got poked in the eye, there was already an issue with the eye, so So in other words, he's trying to say that uh, DC can't really blame the eye gouge for part of the reason why he wasn't performing the way he was, because there was already issues with the eye before that. Right. So, I mean, there's there's that there's that. there's that little stigma right there, so we don't know. I mean, it's possible that maybe DC's having uh, having eye issues even before that. Maybe maybe he caused it during training. That could be another that could be another problem that that occurred. So, I mean, who knows? Who knows at this point? All we know is is the DC's out, and right now, according to what again Dana White in his post uh, post UFC press conference, uh, they were asking to see if John Jones is going to be up next for the title and. Dana said, "Nope, not gonna happen. It's gonna be Francis Ngannou, uh, and it's so far that's that's who's gonna be facing Stephen Miocic uh, next for the title. And uh, but what's crazy is that." Um, that uh, uh, what you call it? John Jones went on Twitter and just went on a Twitter rant. Basically, uh, he was uh, he was teasing that he was going to go over to heavyweight. And I'm just like, dude, relax, bro. Okay, you need to first get it up there. Chill out. Like he's practically saying that he's already there. Like he's already like he's already next in line for the title shot. And I mean, I think he must have corrected himself because he did uh, he did stop for a second and did say, well, you know, I mean this is just, this is just uh, you know, like, like he again, he went on a Twitter rant, he said first, quote heavyweight world championships, I will be seeing you real soon, victorious another tweet, he said this is exciting for me, another tweet said for some reason, these heavyweights don't seem so big to me tonight another tweet says, avoid Steepy's right hand, I'm too fast, I'll be too strong, when the time is right and have way too much energy soon and very soon, I'll be considered the baddest man on the planet. It's almost like he's already putting himself as the the number one contender for the heavyweight. This guy needs to relax. He's already had a lot of problems dealing with drugs. I mean, mean, my question is, was he on drugs when he tweeted this? You know I mean? It's like, dude, calm down down you're not there yet you need to relax a little bit nagano's the one that's next he's the one that's been fighting to get there so he's the one that's well deserving of a next title fight
4: this is why fighters need good people in their corner and need good people around them because great fighters always believe that they're the best great fighters believe that that next challenge is always doable And you know, you gotta have someone to pull you back. At times Any great fighter Has good people In their corner Who can Calm them down Get them back On the path Get them focused And so on John Jones Was one of the best That ever did it And it's been a long time Since he could compete At that level We haven't seen him In that form In a very Very long time So You know For him to say Oh yeah I'm gonna go up To heavyweight And you know I'm the baddest and I'm gonna do the That's a lot of talk Right now He hasn't shown a Shit in three years So
1: No He's, he's he went on a he went on a Twitter tirade uh, you know he's trying to remain relevant I mean because people people are still upset with him for the numerous indiscretions that he's committed over these past few months I mean he's been he's been clean he's been he's been uh, he's been on the wagon off the wagon on the wagon off the wagon so right now people are, are wondering if he's even gonna be reliable enough to even make it to another title fight at this point
4: yeah it's it's, and it's an honest question it is a real question among fans and it's something that fans have a right to ask at this point i'm sorry but they do
1: (laughs) It's it's just gonna be. It's, I mean, I guess only time will tell. We will, we'll see what happens with them. But so far as it stands right now, Francis Nagano is up next for to fight Stephen Miocic. I mean, Dana White said it. According to UFC rankings, the one behind Francis is Curtis Blades as well, uh, with uh, with uh, fourteen and two overall, um, you know, uh, record uh, nine and two in the UFC. So I mean, you know, you got Francis Nagano that also has an incredible record. He's ten and two in the UFC 15 and three overall so these guys are guys that definitely are well deserved of a title fight against d so well I guess we'll find out what happens in the next few months after the the Miocic Nagano because again you know uh, uh, Nagano wins the title who's next from that well, point
4: that's, on and that's exactly it these are guys who've been out there for the last few years are banging every day are out there competing have been having matches what has john been doing i mean i'm not this is not i'm not challenging the man you right know, god bless him but what has he been doing he hasn't been out there fighting so you know these are the guys who have earned it these are the guys who are there and truthfully I think he would get his butt handed to him right now. Mm-hmm. I really do, just from what we've seen from him over the last three, four years.
1: And Stipe is no joke. The guy, no, Stepe is awesome. The guy is, he's a tank.
4: He's a beast, you know, and I love what he's doing right now. I, I don't quite I mean, what he's done you can't argue with it. The people he's beaten and so on. Now, do I think he's the greatest I've ever seen? No, but he's
1: definitely the greatest I've seen right now agreed agreed and i mean the way he's going he's he's got nowhere else to go but up he is considered right now the greatest and he's going to remain uh, on top of that that uh, that that uh, crown he's going to have that crown for a while until somebody's able to throw him off that throne i mean now,
4: i would argue i would argue just because of the i mean it's it's the heavyweight division and that's always going to be looked at as the baddest but pound for pound i'll take joel romero over any of them
1: Yes. And of course you would argue with me. You always argue with me. Why don't you just agree with me? Why don't you just... (laughs) Because you're very rarely right, so I have to point that out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: I've been following the fight game for a long time. My dad and my grandparents were huge boxing fans. So I grew up with that. And, you know, I fought for a long time, um, not professionally, of course, but martial arts and stuff. So I was probably about five years too early for UFC. But had it been had I still been training and fighting, I would have given it a shot if I'd have been about five years. Later, yeah. Um, so it's just always been something that's been fascinating to me, and I love watching you know great fighters who can elevate themselves above the brutality and just take it to the next level.
1: See so the thing about uh, the thing about Jeremy is that if you saw him, you'd think, "Wow, this is a really nice guy," but in actuality, you'd be scared shitless of the guy when he gets pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I t- it's funny. We actually just talked about this uh, last night. Uh, uh, we were talking about how I, I told him how you both are very similar in that aspect. That you're both very mellow, very chill, very relaxed. Just don't piss you off, and <laughs> that'll be all bad. In other sports news, uh, WWE star Sonya Deville was targeted in an alleged kidnapping plot. They they arrested the perpetrator, um, who was actually he was he was uh, he entered her home armed with a knife and zip zip tied and duct tape. Uh he waited for hours uh until you know he waited for several hours according to what authorities say and entered her residence around 2:45 in the morning. Um and he he entered, and luckily sonia's uh, Sonia's uh, alarm system went off, so she grabbed it was her and her friend she, she grabbed uh, her friend and made a run for it called the police and the guy uh, the, the the guy ended up being arrested. Uh, his name is uh, Philip a. Thomas. They arrested him on Sunday and uh, it's 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 crazy He's, he says apparently he had been planning his move for eight months. So this guy was very much... This guy's disturbed completely. I mean, you see, you see the picture of this guy. He looks like... I don't know. He looks he looks like a kid, to be honest with you. He looks like... like, like <laughs> but apparently, I mean, you know, Sonny DeVoe was very uh, startled uh, at what happened. I mean, with... with uh, with good reason. So, I mean, I'm glad that uh, that she's okay, but this is but this is crazy how how fans like that. I mean, this guy, I mean, we've heard of stalkers and everything, but this is definitely one of those stalkers that took it to that next level. I mean, oh, yeah. I told you, to. we had, I mean, I was going to ask you about about you, Jeremy, because well, I mean, you know, you, you you know, as a as a young actor, you know, when Growing Pains was like, you know, huge. I mean, I'm sure that you, like, you were just a kid, though. Well,
4: I was just a kid, but I did have a stalker who went to prison. Um, He was stalking me as well as uh, Prince William and Prince Harry. He was stalking a few other major um, child stars of that time, um, the kids from Wonder Years and a couple others. Um, He actually planned to come to the set and murder me. He used to write oh, wow. letters describing very graphically how he was going to murder and rape me. Not always in that order, depended on how he felt. Um- <laughs> And, you know, I had at one point for an entire six months, I had FBI agents following me around the set uh, because he was saying he was going to show up. We actually had a stalker show up on set with a gun coming after Kirk. Um, Rebecca Schaefer, who was on My Sister Sam, worked next door to us and was murdered on her doorstep by a stalker stabbed to death on her doorstep, one of my very dear friends. Wow. So this is a very real problem, and it is not a joke. I mean, people get obsessed. I have many friends in the soap opera business, you know, who have come home and found, thankfully, most of them are harmless, but have found women in their shower, have found people hiding in their closet, have found, it's it's crazy, man. Fans will take it to, you know, people get obsessed, and things can get scary real quick i'll tell you if it wasn't for my mother and my grandmother i'd have never made it through but i mean we had a lot of weird you know weird ones i got a call i got zoomed out of my eighth grade math class i was asleep in math class and all of a sudden my buddy's nudging me he's like jerry wake up Chappie's here and our school chaplain was at the door calling me out and yeah they had gotten a death threat a death threat was called in to nbc it's like i don't even work for them um (laughs) <laughs> but a death wrong, threat was called in. Wrong studio, him. you idiot! Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck? Get your, you know, get it right." But they called in, and said, this guy said, "I'm gonna die today. He that he's gonna kill me today." So they literally showed up, rushed me out of school, stuck me on a helicopter, and took me to an undisclosed location for the weekend. I mean, this is not normal experiences for a you know twelve year old, thirteen year old, wow. but. It, it was a part of life. And thankfully my, my mother and my grandmother who were my guiding forces kept me, you know, kind of sane through it and let me know that everybody was watching out for me and I felt protected. Truthfully, when you have FBI agents following you around the set, yeah. you feel pretty safe, so.
1: There's just so many avenues where a celebrity, you know, I mean, fortunately they have the money to do so. So they could easily just sell, but I mean, it still sucks because you have to like up uproot and reroute your entire life. You know, you're thinking, oh, yeah. hey, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I know where to go to here. I have everything close by, stores, restaurants, mm-hmm. whatever. And now you have to uproot for fear and start all over again. You well, know, and try-
4: you're talking about an industry that is kind of geared towards this. It's very similar to the soap thing I was telling you about. It, You're playing a character that people can't disassociate from a lot of times. Now, I don't know if this was that kind of situation or what this guy's obsession with her was, but she's in an industry that people get very passionate about and people really believe in their characters and believe in I mean you get heels in the business who get death threats because of their character Yep. so you're dealing with something that people don't separate the fiction from the reality and that adds a whole nother level to it. So this guy's obsession may not have even had anything to do with that, but that's something that she will have to deal with throughout that career.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's like that movie ready to rumble. That, that's a perfect example of how many fans think that wrestling is real. And they're like, wrestling's not fake. You know? I mean, they're going nuts in that movie. And, but it's true. I mean, I remember I saw, um, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw a brief documentary about the history of WrestleMania, and they got to the point where uh, it was the WrestleMania Hulk Hogan versus Sergeant Slaughter. The thing about that particular WrestleMania is that uh, started, they interviewed Sergeant Slaughter, and he said I was getting death threats because at the time it was during the Gulf War, and mm-hmm. he was totally you know part of Iraq and all this other stuff. And you know you have Hulk Hogan; they were playing up the, the Gulf War into the drama and making Hulk hogan the american hero you know all for the usa and all this other stuff so sergeant slaughter he said he was like i was getting death threats i had to have officials actually uh you know there were there was uh they were posted at my at my house to make sure that nothing happened to me because people were thinking that this is real mm-hmm. that you know, i was a traitor to my own country and you know in part in part, you have to ha- you have to blame Vince McMahon for coming up with that kind of a gimmick. I mean, yes, it sells, but dude, your wrestlers are in danger too. You know, what I mean, I mean, not that not that they didn't. Carry I'll, cut, Vince. I'll cut Vince a little slack on that yeah, one. I, I don't know about I that. I don't know the guy. Yeah. The guy he's he's a promoter. He knows what sells. He could predict. I mean, not now. I mean, now lately, it seems that he's just lost lost all sense of what the fans really want at this point. He needs to bring the Attitude Era back. But, you know, I mean, at the time he knew gold dust. <laughs> 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 And I still remember I still remember that WrestleMania where, where him and Roddy Piper like Piper freaking stripped him down to his freaking lingerie he was wearing like like he was wearing thigh high as a garter belt complete dominatrix style and then Piper just grabs him and freaking kisses him I'm like what the hell is going on
4: yeah it got a little weird there for a while but you know I mean Sonny's gonna have to deal with this all the wrestlers deal with this kind of stuff but again we don't know what this guy's obsession was or if it was you mean like, Sonia did, what did I say Sunny, oh, no. you're, thinking, you're thinking
1: of sunny days yeah seriously
4: <laughs> um no she you know it's just it's just something that is gonna always be there in that sport and unfortunately this guy took it to the next level
1: Agreed. And I mean, I'm glad that at least the, you know, uh, Sonia was was prepared by having uh, by having, you know, her house rigged some to make sure, you know, no one get And I mean, I'm sure that they that all WWE officials probably tell them, look, you're going to be famous. People are going to know you invest in the security system. dude.
4: It could have gone really wrong. I mean, look at that female poker player from four months ago. You know, she's found burned alive in her car and it was a stalker. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was a gambling debt. Everybody that's the, the everybody was going after the gambling debt angle at first. The cops, everybody. And they came to find out. No, it was a stalker. She had a stalker fan who kidnapped her and did this and that. And yeah, burned her alive. And she's no longer with us. So, Not,
1: not to mention the fact of the matter that this guy, Sonny Deville's uh, assailant, actually got in. Yeah. Like yeah. How, how, how far? I mean, imagine if she would have been right in the room where he entered he would have been able to get her right then and there like that quickly so that's how quick it can happen man it's it's crazy i'm glad that she's okay though and the guy is arrested moving on in other uh, sports news jason wright is named president of washington football team he's the first Uh, black NFL team president. Uh, Jason Wright is actually, uh, he's a former uh, NFL running back. Uh, He was undrafted as a free agent out of Northwestern back in 2004. Spent seven years in the league, racking up 1,214 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, During the 2000 NFL lockout, he actually decided to go back to school and get his master's degree in business from the University of Chicago. And he even went on to partner for McKinsey & Company. Company as a major consultant consulting and uh, I'm sorry a major consulting company uh, he went ahead and worked for them so he has now been named uh, the new NFL team president for uh, for the Washington football team I can't get used to saying that back. yes so it's hard. a little weird you know what though I mean they could have named the team anything why such a generic name <laughs>
4: Because they, I mean, honestly, if you believe what they say, it's they can't, they haven't decided on what they want the permanent name to be, and they didn't want to give anything... (sighs) You know, that was just going to, that the fans were going to latch on to. So they tried to go as generic as possible. Do I like it? No. Do I think they should have come up with something? Yes. But, <laughs> you know, well, if they, ha- they haven't come up with anything yet. So well, I think it's a great hire. I really do. Um, I have to say, coming from someone like Dan Snyder, who spent so long saying, you know, F you, we're not changing anything and I don't care, I, it feels a little disingenuous coming from him. But I like the move. The guy, I love seeing people put into the front office who have experience, who lived the life, and this guy has. He knows what he's talking about. He, like you said, he went and got his education. He's worked in different fields. I like the hire. I think this is a guy that can help move them forward. But do I believe this is, you know, the. Washington team and ownership uh, and everybody else changing their ways. No, I don't quite believe that.
1: Uh, it's just so it's so like it hurts me even saying that name because it's like, dude, give give them a real name. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad enough they suck, but give them a real name. You know. <laughs> Coming up next in video game news, Montreal teases WB Games. Montreal teases potential Batman game announcement for tomorrow. But first, brand new music from DOS, No looking back right here on the Xander effect.
3: Yeah, I did it I know it hurt so bad But baby, I admit it It wasn't something I wanted to do Just to hurt you Or desert you Or make you feel like I don't love you I know you're living In a prison of pain I caused your afflictions Dessert
0: Your boy white piece, and guess what? You're listening to that super saucy show known
4: as The Xander Effect. So make sure you tune in,
0: turn up, and turn out for my boy Xander. You feel me? The Xander Effect. You did. You did. You did. You did.
3: Baby, make a wish and close your eyes
1: Get it, boy, right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news... WB Games, Montreal teases potential Batman game announcement for tomorrow. Now, here's the thing. As we all know, there, there's new consoles that are going to be coming out. We have uh, the Xbox Series X that is uh, supposedly set to come out November 15th, like late, like early to late November. Uh, there's been rumors of what the price may be. Uh, uh, you know, pretty, pretty much they're saying it's going to be $5.99, but again, that's just a rumor. We don't know for sure. And, of course, we have the PS5 that's also going to be released. So with these new consoles, consoles release, games are still rolling out regardless of the of the console's release or not. So at this point, it seems that uh, WB Games Montreal had teased on Twitter uh, a video of, a, of, of an image that has a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different uh, uh, symbols on it. And according to IGN.com's Joe Scribbles, he said, "quote The initial tease that led here saw the Batman: Arkham Origins developer linked to a new Twitter account called Redacted, which has uploaded a short video below showing a computer." interface with occasional background interference, seemingly showing three different crests or logos. Of the three emblems shown, one definitely features an owl, although not the same owl as seen in previous teases, while the others are far fainter, making it difficult to make out exactly what they're depicting. It's not the first time WB Montreal has teased us with mysterious symbols related to its new game. So, because of this, they're they're, they're assuming that this has something to do with uh, Bat Man, game that's going to be coming out, and to be honest, it's it, I'm looking forward to something like that because they do amazing work when it comes to the Batman games. I got hooked with all the Batman Origin games, Batman Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knights, Arkham City. I mean, I have them all. I played them all, start to finish. I've even replayed a couple of them because they're so good. And I'm looking forward to 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 see what happens in this new Batman game. What do you guys think?
4: No, it would it would be great to have another you know addition in the in the uh, archives here Um, batman games have always been one of the top Superhero style games. Um, they lend themselves to a whole lot of different fun scenarios. So I played Arkham, all of them. I, you know, I've been waiting for a new one and I hope they do it justice. But again, we don't know much at the moment. So there's not a whole lot we can go on.
1: I, I honestly, I love the the stories uh, of all the, the Batman series games. I mean, especially Arkham City, the last one where they introduced uh, the Red Hood. Um, you know, I I was, you know. When I saw it, I, I loved the whole story Leading up to it, how uh, Jason Todd became You know, the Red Hood And you You're know, such
4: a DC nerd, I love it Dude,
1: it's, so, like, I love the stories I really love the stories, I enjoy them And it, ironically enough, I really don't uh, Buy Comic books, I'm not a comic book uh, person that, that, you know, is an affiliate to that Or buy them all, I love watching the stories How they unfold uh, the, part
4: of the So reason- you're one of the reasons The comic book industry is dying
1: You know, and there was a news about that, too. (laughs) There was a news about that, too. I was going to talk about that, but I was like, "Mm, that might be a source subject to a lot of people. DC says they're they're still shelling out comic books. They don't feel that it's dying. So, I mean, especially right now that they have that uh, DC Universe uh, app that they actually, they, they did actually something very brilliant. They not only have movies and TV shows on the app, but they also have comic books that they post on the app where you could read them off of the screen. So that's really cool that they did that. You don't actually have to go buy them, you have a membership and you just go ahead and read them off there. So I mean, you know, they're still they're still doing it. You know, they're still doing it. don't don't give me that. Don't don't give me that whole comic book is dying Want to hear that? Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I'm keeping hope alive. Um, Not like you
4: know, DC has ever made a mistake before. So,
1: anyways, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that. Like I said, uh, the stories are amazing. The graphics, man, Arkham City was ginormous when I played it. I was like, dude, this is this is a pretty big map.
4: I have to admit, it, that one was a little overwhelming for me. There was just too much going on. I did not get into that one as much as I got into the others.
1: Yeah. The only thing I really, I mean, one of the, well, I'm not the only thing, but one of the many things I actually liked about that was was driving the Batmobile. That vehicle is freaking awesome. Like, oh my God, I love driving that thing, dude. Like, And there, it is so cool because nobody could get near it. Any bad guys try to get near it, they immediately get electrocuted because it's surrounded by like an electric force field that anybody gets near it. They get like, you are <laughs> such quiet.
4: a dork. I love yes,
1: it. I am. I love it. So <laughs> here's the thing. Fun fact about Jeremy. He actually uh got to go to the premiere of the original Batman with Michael Keaton.
4: Yeah, the uh the original was, you know, 1989 and man, it was amazing. It was the biggest opening Hollywood had ever seen. They rented out two theaters in Westwood that were right across from each other, and they actually built it up like Gotham. All the buildings around Around it, everything. It was the biggest opening Hollywood had ever seen and yeah, I got very lucky. It was a Warner Brothers film and I was looking for a way to weasel my way into a date and, with uh, Danica McKellar from Wonder Years and uh, I got tickets and there you go.
1: And he got the date. Ladies and
4: and I got the date. Well, I got the tickets so nobody could get them and yeah, I managed to get them and that's how I uh, i got her to finally agree to go out with me after a year.
1: Who wouldn't want to date Winnie Cooper? She's gorgeous. She's hot. I mean, and the cool part is, is that, and I don't know if you guys knew this or not. Uh, I did a report. I reported about this uh, a couple of episodes ago that, uh, the new flash movie that's coming out, uh, in I think 2021, 2022, which whenever it happens, he is reprising his role as Batman, as Bruce Wayne. He's coming back.
4: Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. I hadn't heard that. I cannot wait.
1: He's going to be in the movie. He's going to reprise his role. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, as an older Batman, because apparently this movie has to do with the flash point. Uh, so it's as to do with the flash, you know, kind of changing time or something like that they, they, with uh, with uh, Ezra Miller uh, playing the flash. And so they're they're doing something around those lines, those lanes, something about uh, different Earths, because uh, we all know that the flash, he's open breach to several different Earths. You know, you have Earth one, Earth, Earth one through infinity pretty much okay it's it's a whole story it's a whole story but the point is that uh in this movie that's what they're doing they're opening up breaches to different earths and in one of those earths michael keaton is still batman he still plays oh i love it and so he's gonna be coming back they actually did a tease in a sense when the wb uh or i'm sorry the cw uh went ahead and did uh the crossover event from all his uh, their dc shows era Flash, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, uh, Supergirl, and Batwoman, they and of course and of course uh, uh, Black Lightning. They did a, they did a huge crossover event, and in one of those, uh, I guess montages of the different Earths, they showed the Earth 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 eighty nine, and they and that's the Earth that Michael Keaton is. And the reason why they called it Earth eighty nine was well because oh. of the year that Batman premiered, nineteen eighty nine. So. They did Earth eighty nine for that reason, and in one of the papers, one of the newspapers of that Earth, you see the 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 um the person that's reading the newspaper is the guy that played the reporter in the Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Um, forget his name at the time. But he he actually did a cameo in one of the montages, and it shows him reading the newspaper, the the Gotham Gazette, and it shows um, billionaire Bruce Wayne to marry Selina Kyle, and it shows that picture. Of him, and in the background, the bat signals up, and he looks up at the red sky. He's like, "You better be look. You better be looking up at the sky, big guy." So it was pretty cool to see that that brief uh, that brief uh, cameo. But they were teasing something like that since then, since they did the crossover event. Okay, so you're talking about Robert Wool? Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna be again. I'm looking forward to that one, but we totally got <laughs> we went back to entertainment news. Um, <laughs> damn it! That's the news. In case you haven't heard. Thank you so much for joining me on the Xander Effect. I'd like to thank actor Jeremy Miller, my brand new co-host, who I regret every single day that I made him my co-host. And I regret
4: agreeing to come on. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on this miserable experience.
1: Nice. We'll definitely have fun next time around. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, remember, uh, there's still a pandemic going on out there. So please remember to wear your masks, practice social distancing, be very safe, watch each other. We're in this together every single day. We're all one world. And, you know, it's it's that's one of the things that we always need to remember that we all have to have each other's backs. And remember, music always, always heals all. We'll see you next time.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, open up.
1: The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music, Inc., Sony Music, The Orchard, and DMG Bertelsmann in association with Art19 Media.